Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Four-point hit taken, triple Man City attack, but which Luton player have I bought? Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well, and I hope you had a really good game week last time out, because I didn't. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up, but more importantly, let's look ahead to game week 24. We've got some big decisions to make, not only because there's a double game week in 25, and loads of those teams have got good fixtures in 24, so let's act early, but also we've got to discuss captaincy and a Again, which player you bench? Oh, and are players like Dom Solanke a sell? Well, maybe. So look, let's first just touch on last week. Keep this one really quick, Janny, because you don't want to dwell on it. So it was a bad, bad week. In fact, I'll go so far as to say my worst red arrow ever. Now forget overall numbers, like I've had a 100K red arrow, right? I went from 45K to 145K. You might say it's only 100,000 red. It's all about where you're at in terms of percentage, right? 100,000 red at 1 million doesn't mean a huge amount. 100,000 red at 45K really stings, like 150 odd percent red arrow here. Why? Well, because I made a silly decision. Um, I decided to buy Jota because of the double game week announcement. So I sold Pascal Gross. Selling Gross meant I wasn't benching Gross, the original plan. It meant I had to bench either Foden or Darwin. I thought Darwin was either going to be injured or play. I didn't think he'd come off the bench. So I thought, I'll go Darwin and Jota because it's differential, that combination. And I fancied Liverpool to win. I also had benched Gabriel. Um, so I was backing Liverpool. It backfired. Darwin was benched, but did come on. <sighs> and Foden got me 20 points. But look, it is what it is. We move forward. Uh, I also had no Richarlison. Uh, bad move there maybe, but look, I think I'm well set and I'm fairly happy with where I'm at. So look, sure, thank you Watkins and Saka for getting me some returns, um, but it was the worst week ever. But look, shall we look forward? I much prefer doing that. So how am I set now for game week 24 and what transfers have I made? Well, look, usually in these team selection videos, you have to listen to Janny going, I might do this, I might do this. Now, I'm not one of those content creators, and you guys will know this, that will give you wishy-washy answers and say, I might do 10 different combinations. And you watch the team selection video and you go, I've got no idea who he's actually going to bring in. I try and bring you on this channel 
my absolute plans. Now, sometimes they change slightly, like a benching order, but my transfers are usually a combination of I'll either do X or Y, or I'm 90% sure I'm doing X and 10% sure I'm doing Y. Like last week with captaincy, I told you 70% likely to go to KDB, 30% likely to go to Solanke. You knew exactly where you stood. I went De Bruyne. So this week, I don't have to do any of the percentages. I don't have to say X or Y. I can tell you exactly what I've done because I've gone early. Now, my first transfer was always planned. It was one I considered doing pre-deadline in 23. And that was Solanke out to Haaland. Before we talk about why and how and why I did it so early, let me just tell you a little story about Dom Solanke, who has been brilliant and could, by the way, guys, have a double game week in 28. That double game week in 28 could be amazing for Dom Solanke. If it drops, it will be Luton at home and Sheffield United at home. If that does drop, I'll be bringing him back. Probably around a 30% chance of that dropping, according to those that like to predict it. Um... The numbers have been overwhelming, underwhelming, I should say, of late. Last time out, a few captain Dom Slanky. I considered it. Um, he didn't do well. Two points, not a single shot registered, I don't think. Um, and when I look back at the last six, amongst all forwards in the game, he ranks 10th for expected goal involvement. Now, sure, there's different metrics where he'll perform better, some he'll perform worse. I like XGI. This is non-penalty XGI, I should add, and he is on pens, so are some of the other guys. But he's not really comparing that well of late. So look, when I look at the top 10, Benet's at 10, Slanky's at 9 on 2.54. Above him, higher numbers of expected goal involvement, combination of goals and assists. João Pedro, Calvert-Lewin, Watkins, Cunha in 5th, Wood in 4th, Adebayo, Alvarez, and at the top, always good for expected, and that's Darwin at 4.78. But his numbers haven't been fantastic, Solanke, okay? His fixtures are all right. He goes to Fulham this weekend, but Fulham at home aren't bad. He goes to Newcastle. Newcastle at home, historically, are good. Um, and then, of course, he's got Man City in game week 25. So it's tough for Solanke. Haaland, I had the exact funds, but there was a price rise on Haaland on Sunday night. Now, Haaland was due to play on Monday. Could I beat that price rise? I could have done. Was I willing to bring Haaland in before he played? knowing I wouldn't get the points on Monday night anyway. No, I wasn't. So Haaland stayed out my team, and I knew with a Stupinan being vulnerable for minutes that I didn't want to start a Stupinan in game week 24. So actually, I had to sell the cells, who was a headache in my team, and was always going to have to take a four-point hit this week. So the price rise allowed me Solanke to Darwin, and then I needed to find point one from somewhere. Well, the cells, there was no four million defender I wanted. Actually, the 3.9 guys were my favoured. Um, and there are two players at Luton at 3.9 who I'm willing to take a punt on. So I have gone for Bell of Luton at 3.9. So he comes in and he comes straight into my 11. Now, the good thing about Bell, sure, he's 3.9 million, right? He's always going to be second or third sub, but not for 24 and not for 25. Because in 24, he has Sheffield United at home. Now, I think that is a good potential clean sheet fixture. Sure, it's unlikely, but it's more likely than most teams to keep a clean sheet, right? Luton just kept a clean sheet against Brighton at Kenilworth Road in a 4-0 win. Can they against Sheffield United? Well, hopefully. You don't get much upside with Bell. You get a bit more with Mengi, but Bell's a little bit safer for minutes and he's better in the bonus points. So I've gone with Bell. There's a bit of a coin toss. 
I'll also start him in 25 where he welcomes Man United to Kenilworth Road. And then as a really tough away trip uh, to Liverpool. Could get minus points there. Um, but by then, yes, he blanks in 26. I'll be able to consider, does a Stupinan start at this point? But for the time being, if a Stupinan's getting 10-minute cameos, I'd rather a Luton 3.9 defender. Um, so look, that's where I'm at this game week. My back four is Debravka in goal, Gabriel Bell Porro. It means that both Taylor and a Stupinan are benched. Taylor's injured anyway. The midfield of Saka. And then the duo of De Bruyne and Foden. And then, of course, Jota. Got the Jota-Darwin combination, which I'm very excited about. And then Watkins and Harlan completes the, completes the trio. It does give me a benching dilemma again this week. And at the moment, it's Cole Palmer. Can I see that changing? I'll tell your players I'm not going to bench, guys. I'm absolutely not benching my City and Liverpool players. I'm also not benching Watkins at home, right? That leaves Saka away at West Ham. Tough place to go. Um, possible or Palmer Crystal Palace away which is a better fixture but Chelsea have been so poor so do you chase the better team and start a sacker or do you chase the better opponent Chelsea have the better opponent and start Palmer at the moment I'm 60% likely to start Saka 40% likely to start Palmer as I said earlier I'll tell you exactly how it is what my thinking is um it could change, but it will be one of those two. So that's where I'm at with my 11. Four-point hit taken, 145k overall rank. It is really disappointing, knowing I was having such a good season. But it's not horrendous, and if I take a step back, I'm doing all right. Am I a step ahead now with transfers? Well, arguably, because not many have got six double game weekers already in 25. Um, and I've still got a 25 free transfer. I expect in 25, the plan might be for me to just simply roll the transfer. And then in 26, I can sell a couple of those with a blank. And again, get 11 out in 26. So that is the loose plan. Again, I'll be looking in terms of chip strategy. And when we look at this fixture ticker from Fantasy Football Scout, we can see like the double game week in 25 is obvious for triple captaincy. You've got Liverpool and City, the two best teams in the league with good double game weeks. You also don't have many double game weeks this season. There's no COVID season. There's no queen dying season. Less disruption. And with that, fewer doubles. 34, 37 will be big doubles. Bench boost and free hit in one way or another. I plan on dead ending to 29, like many will. And then wild carding in 30, 31 out of it. Game week 29 will be a big blank. Five fixtures probably. There'll be others that want a free hit in 26, a blank. There'll be others that want a free hit in 29, a blank. I'm hoping to navigate them with free transfers. Now, captaincy, it should be noted, is about to get more boring, right? Haaland out the game, Salah out the game, Son out the game. It all made FPL a little bit more interesting, didn't it? Now the big man's back. And does that mean he's going to be our captain the majority of game weeks? Well, maybe, maybe. I think it probably will for the start. And I think the vast majority will look at that Everton fixture on Saturday and go, it's an easy Haaland captaincy option. But Liverpool are burnt. Liverpool are fighting for their lives. They're still top of the league. Klopp is leaving at the end of the year. Huge motivation off the back of, I think, what was one of their worst performances of the season against Arsenal. Do they go and put Burnley to the sword and put up big, big numbers? Well, there is a very good chance, I think, that they score bigger than Man City this weekend. Do we trust them as much as Man City? 
Possibly not. Do we prefer their fixture? Absolutely. But most importantly with captaincy, is there an individual within that team that we really trust? Forget trusting the team to score. Is there an individual we fully trust? Or is there a, a fear that there's a, a greater spread of points? For example, if Man City are going to go score five, I know this didn't happen against Brentford with their, their, their fair few goals. Haaland didn't score. But you'd usually expect the talisman to go and score 40-50% of their output, right? At Liverpool, often we have Mo Salah. Now we've got Jota and Darwin. We've got Diaz. They're all p potential, but they're not absolutely guaranteed for those points in the same way perhaps Mo Salah was. If Liverpool beat Burnley 5-0, I'm not sure how comfortable I am committing to three goal involvements from a Jota or a Darwin. If City win 5-0... I feel pretty comfortable committing to three goal involvements for Haaland. And I think that's probably why I'll go Haaland. But I have to look at it and go, who's got the greater chance of winning 5-0? And at the moment, it's Liverpool. So Everton, right? Let's do Man City. Everton, Man City. Man City, Everton. Everton have kept two clean sheets in the last three games. They've looked pretty solid, right? I know against Spurs, they didn't. They conceded a couple. But they were Richarlison, low XG chances, really. Like Richarlison, two very good goals, that very easily could have gone over the bar. Everton defence ain't bad. Um, it's also Everton defence at Goodison. Um, although Haaland, of course, is the home has got home advantage this week. Liverpool have also got home advantage, but they play a Burnley team who have conceded 11 goals in their last five games. So they're averaging over two goals conceded a game. It's a tough one. My big question would be if I went to a Liverpool player, would I even go Jota or Darwin? I don't know. I don't know. I'd want to double down on Darwin, but I know you guys would be shouting in the monitor going, if you did, it would have to be Jota. At the moment, vice-captaincy is on Jota. Um, captaincy is on Haaland. And I think that's probably where it will land. But find out in the uh, team selection video, sorry, find out on my deadline stream exactly what direction I head in. But I think... If City were away and the game was at Goodison, I'd be going for a Liverpool guy. Knowing it's at home, knowing they've just scored, well, they've been putting up good numbers, knowing Haaland is finding his feet and Pep will want him amongst the goals ahead of the Champions League starting, the run-in. Like the sooner Haaland starts scoring, the happier Pep is going to feel. It's a striker thing, right? So I think I'll be going Haaland, but look, the back of my mind somewhere is Jota and Darwin. We'll see. See you on the other side. May your arrows be green. Take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.